0: My name's Forrest, Forrest Gump. Would you like a chocolate?
1: Oh, thank you.
2: It's funny what a young man recollects.
1: You're the same as everybody else. You are no different.
3: Your boy's different.
1: Are you stupid or something?
3: Welcome back,
0: everyone. You are listening to Me and My Dad Watch. Where stupid is as stupid does. My name is Drew and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Robert Zemeckis' Forrest Gump. But before we get to the show, let's let the people know, Dad, what are we under the influence of?
3: Well, I found this one deep in the Musk Mothership's uh, wine cellar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, I don't remember the last time I pulled this one out, but ah, it wasn't too bad. And uh, this one's called 14 Hands.
0: Yeah, I can't believe there was any bottles left from when uh, Cliff Jockich was just, like, destroying our whole uh, wine cellar in the ship. But 14 mm-hmm. hand survives. It, it fought its way to survival, yeah. which is really nice. Which, it is also nice to have a, a little drink while we're waiting for, I guess, this race to kick off. Muskie has just been fucking running ever since the last episode, and now we're in this ramp. Really? Muskie's yeah. running? Okay. Yeah, well, he has yeah. somewhat of a... Um, I don't know an exercise kick, a health kick. Uh, I can't say that God his diet- knows he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, I can fucking hear that. I'm stretching over here. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just he's just off mic, Dad. Hey, I don't, don't think pull you- a hammy. <laughs> Those have been uh, rampant uh, now that football season is like you know back in full swing. Seeing a lot of stuff about hamstrings, and I sure hope. Muskie isn't afflicted by that. <laughs> Excuse, Excuse me, secret. pardon me. Oh, wow, oh. it looks like uh, the running man himself, Little Wayne, has uh, made an appearance in this random fucking town. Wayne, what is up, dude? I thought you were uh, hanging out at the bar with um, Flipper and Rory. What happened? Excuse, Excuse me, pardon me.
3: He doesn't give a shit.
0: <laughs> no, he just he never gives a shit. I mean, Wayne, do you want it? Do you want your poor? Be honest. Do you really want it, or you just come here to, like, troll us? We've never had a conversation with Wayne other than he just Well, he did ac- p- accuse us that one time of, you know, saying, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah,
3: let's not let's, like, get into it.
0: Yeah, we don't have to sort of, like, out ourselves as potentially being racist, but... Well, here you go, Wayne. You're poor. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, we were exonerated, but... Ooh. Nonetheless, that one absolves us of any, um racial moniker that someone might put against us and, but
3: and, and here's your sip
0: beautiful <coughs> oh jesus <Nah. laughs> almost just coughed up on the mic no that that this is
3: good i like it
0: yeah no I, i'm a big fan of 14 hands it and says the
3: gr- the measure of great wine
0: well we have to measure up if this is a great movie
3: this is not from sonoma this is from columbia valley hmm. okay
0: that's queer oh did i say queer Yeah, you did. That was weird. (laughs) That was queer. (laughs) But, Dad, before we uh, slip into any other questionable language, is there anything you want to tell us about this movie? Yes.
3: Forrest Gump. Let me see what I got here. (laughs) All right. Came out in 1994. The American epic comedy drama. Mm. I, I guess this is a comedy. I didn't think about it that way, but...
0: Yeah, once um the funny. mom gave some some coochie up for him to get into the school, <laughs> I knew it
3: was a comedy. Oh yeah, that just, just cracked you right up.
0: It keyed me in. I had forgotten about that part, and then um, we were watching it on the plane coming back from Iceland. I'm like, oh, this movie is kind of problematic in a way. I but, like when
3: Gump starts going
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's mocking the dude for, <laughs> for his sex noises. Yeah. That's a pretty bad indicator that you need to do some cardio if you sound like that during sex if you sound like you're dry heaving i don't know that principal <laughs> well, yeah, probably he has came to out a he was
3: sweating he was like i mean obviously down south i'm sure that yeah uh, he got a little sweaty back then
0: yeah yeah i bet the gym teacher probably could have gave her a better time he probably was well i don't know most gym teachers i know were either lesbians or fat so <laughs> sorry continue oh, wow. what you're saying i mean it's true yeah
3: And uh, it was uh, obviously directed by Robert Zemeckis and written by Eric Roth. And it's based on a 1986 novel of the same name by Winston Groom. Mm. And, of course, it stars Tom Hanks, Robin Wright, Gary Sinise. McKelty? uh, McKelty Williamson. Mm. And Sally Field.
0: Great cast. I mean... Obviously, uh, this is a classic movie, and it looks like it won a bunch of awards.
3: Yeah, I mean, it won six Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Hanks, uh, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Visual Effects, and Best Film Editing. I mean, damn, it cleaned up.
0: Yeah, that's a powerhouse right there. I mean, to secure uh, Best Picture, Director, and Actor and screenplay i mean the other ones i guess are just sort of like the the nice little tinsel on top but holy fuck that's a strong four oscars to come away with this one
3: i mean you weren't even born when this came out i was not
0: i had yet to be conceived i guess well
3: you might have been conceived
0: um, I wouldn't have been, right? Mm-hmm. No, I guess I would have. It could have been late Possible. 1994. I don't know when this came cause out. Because I was born in June. So, yeah, technically. Yeah. Late 1994, maybe that was the case. I was a gump baby, maybe. You guys <laughs> thought I almost had Down syndrome, right?
3: <laughs> well, you tested for it. Well, me, yeah, but. there was something like that. <laughs> and uh, it was an enormous success at the box office. Mm-hmm. Of it, course. Um, grossed, or let me see, $678 million worldwide. I think it did like three hundred something million domestically, mm. and uh, but it was only the second highest grossing of nineteen ninety four behind The Lion King. Okay. Oh, damn! That it feels like The Lion King came out when you get, you kids were you know little, but obviously it didn't. Obviously, um, you I watched mean, it.
0: I guess it would have technically been still out when we were little. It just came out before we were born. So it was it was marinating for us, waiting. Because I'm for trying us to, to be... think.
3: Like I feel like I watched The Lion King when it came out. But why would I have watched a Disney movie?
0: I don't know. You're a, you're no a, a connoisseur of art and animation. You might have just give, sold yourself short, got fucked up, saw Lion King with your buddies. <laughs> yeah. You never
3: know. Yeah. I got high, watched Lion King. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's,
3: that's sort of how I watch most Alone. movies. So <laughs> That's how I watch most movies.
0: <laughs> Any uh, fun facts for this bad boy?
3: Yeah, I mean, this is another one that uh, was inducted into the Library of Congress, you know, for its culturally, historically, and aesthetically significance. Mm.
0: I can see that. I mean, this sort of uh, gives a mood board of like, what, the last, since like
3: 1950 or whatever? Yeah. I mean, the soundtrack was banging. I mean, it did, it sold over 12 million copies, which is huge. Oh, yeah. For a, a movie soundtrack. For sure. I mean, it's one of the the highest selling albums of. I didn't. I, I saw a list at one point. I don't remember that being on there, but twelve billion is pretty high. I mean, it had some bangers. Like I said, it sort of is the the full
0: swath of all American music and culture. So uh, it's got some good ones. Obviously, it has like a little slice of the pie of that uh, Vietnam soundtrack,
3: which I'll mention a little bit later. But yeah, some some real good songs. I mean. Th- Some of the fun facts about this is simply all the people that were potentially, you know, asked to be or, you know, considered to be in this movie. Mm. I mean, John Travolta was one of the original choices to play the role. And he said that passing on the role was a mistake.
0: Hey, Jenny. Yeah, I don't know if I can
3: see Travolta. Yeah, I don't know why they would have looked at Travolta as being, you know. Well, maybe you know he was, you know. Little... When did Pulp come out? When did
0: Pulp Fiction come out? Ninety? Was that the year after? Ninety-five?
3: Uh, That's possible. Because that sounds about right.
0: <laughs> yeah, he would have to been. Uh... No, it came out in nineteen ninety-four. Oh yeah, it was the same year as the uh, as Forrest Gump. So obviously he had. some But he other would shit have
3: filmed on. it. Well, no, probably at the same time.
0: Um... Would you rather be in Forrest Gump or in Pulp Fiction? Probably Forrest Gump. I feel like Forrest Gump being that it's, well, I guess Pulp Fiction is also um, recognized as being a culturally significant movie. So, sort of a toss up. You
3: made sort of the right choice. I mean, Joe Pesci <laughs> it was considered for the role of Lieutenant Dance.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can see him doing that. That would have been
3: funny as shit. Yeah, I think that would Petty, be uh, you know with no
0: legs up on the mass, freaking. But he's already too short. He'd be like this little fucking backpack of a man. Come get
4: me, you motherfucker!
0: He'd be riding on fucking Tom Hanks back like Yoda in the old movies, dude. He he just he would look like a nugget. <laughs> Yoda. Yeah. yeah, He wouldn't have had <laughs> Lieutenant any. Lieutenant yeah. Dan, get on yeah. my back.
3: <laughs> and uh, Tom Yanks' uh, younger brother, Jim Hanks, was act uh, acted as his acting double. And the scenes when he was running across the United States. Yeah, I looked into this
0: because I saw that you had written this down. And he does, like, all of the voice work for Tom in stuff that Tom isn't available for. Really? So any time that you hear, like, Woody, uh, like a toy Woody or in a video game or anything like that, it's usually Jim Hanks and not Tom doing the voice. And I listen to him, like, do the Tom Hanks voice, and it's really funny that he can fucking do it. Really? He
3: can pull it off perfectly yeah
0: i mean if anyone's gonna be able to do it it'd be your brother but wow. he does is that a, his
3: job like he's just
0: or is he pfft, you know? in a way that's sort of his <laughs> job i mean that's it kind of sucks that he is just sort of living off his brother's voice but like that's kind of what it is i mean i guess that's all famous brothers uh the brother who is less famous is some sort of like um not a succubus. Uh, <laughs> that's something that you're just sort of like leeching off of, I guess, is the best way to put it.
3: And then I thought it was funny because Dave Chappelle was actually offered the role of Benjamin Buford Blue. I would have liked that more. <laughs> that would have been crazy.
0: I mean, I see you also have some other people who were uh, offered the role. Yeah, David Allen Greer, Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube? Ice Cube. I guess I can see David Allen Greer... Uh, Ice Cube that would be a tough hang at that point. In 1994 was what was NWA uh, When did um NWA uh break up? Oh
3: jeez, I don't know.
0: Oh, they split up 2 years before. So yeah, yeah Doc, uh, Dr well, Dr was doing other probably... shit. Ice Cube was trying to get into acting. Yeah, I mean. Didn't well, he end up in that RV movie?
3: RV movie?
0: I remember seeing like I really only know very little of Ice Cube's filmography, but like I remember one movie where he's like doing an RV trip, almost like it's uh, that Lampoon movie type of thing, like Family Vacation type of shit.
3: Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was very good. I think a couple people tried to pull that off, like the the cross country trip with your family on some sort of well, no, bus. wasn't
3: it called like Are We There Yet or something like that?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are we there yet? Absolutely. And had uh, Alicia Allen, I don't know any of these. Jay Moore, I guess, is the only. St- Tracy Morgan. Yeah. yeah. It had 11 on Raw Tomatoes. It's not worth us. Uh, <laughs> we shouldn't continue to go down this route. Ice Cube's a decent actor. I think he would have been miscast as Buford. Dave Chappelle, though, I don't know. I would have been down to see it. <laughs> I think it would have been a little different. It would have been really different.
3: And uh, uncredited Kurt Russell provo- provided the voice of Elvis Presley. Yes. Yes, which and he I'm, actually played the role of Elvis in some movie, too. So that's
0: yeah, I don't know why he just didn't show up. In the fact that they had to use someone else's voice, uh, even though they had an actor on stage. But hey, good for him getting that credit uh, or uncredit. But
3: maybe you got to check. And as far as Rotten Tomatoes goes, 71 uh, percent from the critics. Hmm. OK, so a little lower. Where would you
0: lie in between this 95 and a 71, being that the audience score is super
3: high? I think I'd go... I think I'm in the 90. I think been in the 90, yeah.
0: I'm probably high to mid 80. I don't think it's like a full... I don't think it breaks the 90 for me. It's a good movie. I mean, I, I fuck with it, but...
3: Yeah, I mean, I found myself actually like sort of smiling in certain scenes. Like, it just... Brought sort of like a, a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't ever get choked up or anything, but I don't know. It was just it was a feel good type of movie. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, but at the same point, it's like I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to think of what what they were really trying to say. You know what I mean? If that, you're dumb and do what you're told, <laughs> you essentially get to do all the cool shit in life. Yeah. Like you know all these great and and I don't even know if you know like he actually knew. Um, that he would, you know, that he had anything involved in any of the, the, the things that happened mm. because of him, you know what I mean? Like he was clueless that,
0: yeah, he's influencing history. In yeah, small exactly. Ways. Yeah. I wonder, uh, if there's any real gumps in the world, how many people have like intersected with historical events multiple times, but like didn't really have the cognizance to to recognize the the moment.
3: Do you feel that at any point in our lives that we've somehow influenced even somebody else's life, that we've done something that then, you know, brought great success to them? or? Oh,
0: Jesus. (laughs) I mean, I don't think I've had
3: that positive of an impact on anyone in my
0: life. If I am responsible for a modicum of anyone's success, I hope I'm getting a fucking, you know, slice of that cheddar. But... Yeah, I don't think I'm that positive of an
3: influence. I know <laughs> some people don't fuck with me for that reason. I mean, I would like to think that I could influence, you know, Paul McCartney to write a song that, you know... Oh, could... you think
0: you could spin <laughs> one off? I mean, if we're going back in time, are we talking about, like, would I strangle baby Hitler? Or, like, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Hitler. I guess he was baby a decently Hitler. cute hit, uh, cute kid, She's so... Like,
3: he's like Rosemary's baby, and you found out he was satan spawn
0: well we can get into this in a second but uh i have i have a (laughs) some deleted scenes that we can kind of riff off of that but oh yeah i
3: heard about some deleted scenes
0: yeah was there uh anything else I, i guess you had before we jump into the letterbox no i
3: think that's it okay cool
0: so we're uh heading right into letterbox worst reviews first one up we have half star by bleach pong underscore on september 27 2023 fuck this movie comes to show U.S. propaganda only makes sense through the eyes of a literal, intellectually challenged person. And this does seem to be the gist. Uh, Big propaganda vibes, sort of low-key misogyny against Jenny. Jenny gets a raw deal, and literally a raw deal being that she gets fucking AIDS at the end. Uh, But, yeah, if you you shut the fuck up, play dumb, and follow where your superior tells you to go, you're probably going to get to do cool shit. Or at least get a boat, you know, <laughs> which is really the American dream. But yeah. did you did you feel this was propagandic, propagandistic?
3: Well, the, I, I read some stuff about that, you know, that, you know, it was basically saying how, you know, this countercultural, like, they had it all wrong and you just really, you know, it was more like a conservative movie. Yeah,
0: it was yeah. a boomer movie. Yeah. They hated the movies. hippies. Yeah. And the Black Panthers. Right. So, yeah, I'm sure if we did a poll... I would actually be interested to know that when like the baby boomer generation is about to die, where are they landed on their favorite things of all time. Like, do timeshares break the top ten? Does like weird fucking you know propaganda movies like this break the top ten? Like,
3: what do boomers love? Well, I I'll tell you. Florida. Right now, they should hate timeshares. Yeah, I guess because that... <laughs> those damn things you can't get rid of them. Like, did you know that it's the you boomer know, herpes. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it, it automatically gets passed down whether you want it or not. Like if you if your parents have a a, con, uh, a timeshare, mm. you inherit it and you have to start paying the the dues and stuff. That's so fucked up. I guess you could probably it's like indentured get indentured servitude. Yeah, you can get a lawyer and stuff, but it, it it's a well known thing because we were actually sort of involved in something like that, and uh, not that it's happened yet, but <laughs> yeah, you're you're on the hook. <laughs> we were basically told that the uh, yeah you're gonna own the timeshare. It's like. We don't want it. Yeah. Well, you sort of have to take it. No, we don't want it. What kind of... It's like student
0: loans, dude. Like, what kind of fucking situation do you get that passed down? That's just bizarre. But I guess in the case of, like, signing people to contracts that they can't necessarily fulfill, that's sort of what the American economy is all about. Um, Speaking of passing things down, do you think Forrest Jr. got AIDS or HIV from his mom? (sighs) Or did she get it after? Because that's the insinuation, is that she had some sort well, of virus. Well, I, I
3: mean, because she slept with Forest. Forrest. And so then, does he have HIV? No I, no. I think that she got... I mean, the kid was like maybe six or seven years old.
0: It was his kid, though.
3: Yes, it was. But so I she mean, got it after? Yeah, she had to. Probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: In the years post-giving birth to Forrest Jr., she took one more Those needle are just in the arm.
3: Unanswerable questions, you know what I mean?
0: I need to get Robin right in the line. Like, did you have AIDS? Did you give it to your kid? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's definitely in the uh the realm of speculation. Um <laughs> next one up on Letterbox. Well, it never they don't ever say that she had AIDS. It's just speculation. Yeah. She yeah, has she got some sort of virus, which yeah. maybe it's Ebola. Maybe she got fucking Ebola. I don't
3: know. <laughs> it's never specified. Well that's Problematic. She gets COVID. She, <laughs> she would pass it on. I mean, that that's contagious. So was HIV. Well, sexually transmitted. You, well, well, through birth, you can give it to your kid. Yeah, but yeah. Well, you know. I mean, like I said I well, don't know how many years she was into it, but I mean,
0: I think the writer. I don't know if Zemeckis came off the top rope and be like, "Yeah, she definitely got AIDS." But I think somebody came out and said that. that well, was in
3: the book, the it wasn't. It it was not AIDS. But he also went to the fucking moon in the. And book. the thing in the book. Gump was like 300 pounds and he was like 6-6, right? He was like <laughs> s- he was massive. I don't know if he was running at 300 pounds three times across the United States, but he probably um, lost
0: all the weight. He just got super skinny.
3: He looked like some sort of like skinny small forward. There was actually a guy that ran across the United States for I I guess it was some kind of a charity thing and he actually said that that whole line of you know, when I was hungry, I ate. When I was tired, I slept. Mm. You know, when I had to go to the bathroom, I took a pee or whatever. I mean, he's actually, they took that line from that guy. I, I don't oh. know what his name is, but. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that's really all you could do. If your whole soul mission is just the run, You, you kind of prioritize that and everything else. I don't think you could run back and forth
3: three times.
0: Well, he spent, like, three and a half years running in total, right? I think that's, like, the math. Yeah, but it would freaking blow out your freaking legs. Yeah, your ACLs would be gone.
3: dude. I remember there was a dude that, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was running for some cause, Mm. and he was going, I think he was going across the United States, and I I think he was from New Hampshire, actually. Hmm. He used to wear like these goggles i can't remember that you know i can't remember but i remember like he was having trouble like he at some point he was like having trouble running because yeah. he had run you know how many miles and it just blew out his knees
0: yeah you're you have a short shelf life to even get
3: across it the first fucking time I going mean, that back two more times to people all the time that are you know lifelong joggers yeah I mean, I've seen shows where it was showing this guy that every day he would jog on the beach and, like, literally it took everything he had. Like, he got to a point where he barely could get out of bed, but he was still, like, running, but he was just, like, you know, almost like running, walking. Hmm. <laughs> it's just like, dude, give it up, dude.
0: It does seem like a life spent running often does your body worse. Like, oh, yeah. that type of running, long distance stuff is sort of detrimental to, like,. Yeah all of your ligaments and tendons. And I
3: mean, honestly you your the body is not made to withstand that kind of physical activity. We're just not that, you know, geared towards doing that kind of yeah. consistent freaking repetitive exercising. Like you look at anyone, like there's that Lee Haney, the, mm. uh, he was a weightlifter, like mm. Mr. Olympiad. I mean, like six, seven times. Like I saw there was a show and he, freaking his hips were fucked up everything was fucked up he could barely fucking walk Mm. and he was just you know all he did was pound weights all the time and i mean at some point it just it gives out yeah your body gives out
0: yeah i think in the modern age we've tried to push our bodies um as far as they can go in every direction um i don't yeah i mean just in every field uh work (laughs) Uh, play <laughs> work, yeah, whatever it is, it, you're probably uh, stretching yourself thin, unfortunately. Yeah,
3: because I don't think anyone had to work, you know, ten thousand years ago. They just had to find food.
0: No, I mean, we barely had to work the way that we do uh, pre fucking industrial <laughs> revolution. But of course, yeah,
3: we didn't have anything. All we had was some furs on our back or something. So the
0: know. good old days, dude. Yeah. Now I just I I fucking pray to have a fur on my back and just call it a day. Now I have to pay for rent. No, fuck that, <laughs> dude. I'd rather be out under the stars.
5: Yeah. Hunting were, for. Living
3: in a cave.
0: I would love living in a cave. That drawing, was the best place to live. pictures back in the day. on the
3: wall. Whatever. It was, it I'm was an simple. artist. It was a simple, it was yeah. simple life. Honestly. Maybe like, you know, just banging on a, a skin on a freaking, you know. Or banging
0: a Neanderthal, you know? <laughs> Making fucking the next generation of artists in the world. Having a harem. Hey, that's what I'm saying. A clan yeah. of women. I yeah. need a stable. Yeah. A stable of Neanderthals.
3: You were just like the alpha male.
0: I need some wide back, thick browed women, dude. Some I need some young kid comes out to fucking challenge you, and you fucking hit him with a goddamn yeah. bone. Hit him like it's 2001. You're space, not ready. <laughs> take over the clan. <laughs> Speaking of the clan, um, another half star by Keaton fan 420 on September 5th, 2023. A lot of people watching this movie soon uh, or lately. Uh, Tom Hanks puts on a Klan hood in this movie. Bet y'all forgot about that. And I think, uh, well, being that they said it was what Forrest was the name of like one of the old Ku Klux member leaders or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, Nathan great. Bedford yeah. Forrest or something he was like named that. After him,
5: yeah.
0: Well, the the they superimposed Tom Hanks into like old footage of Birth of a Nation. Yeah, which isn't like the first feature film. Um, but it was certainly one of the bigger ones to come out of antiquity in that sense. And it's funny that, you know, racist art is one of the first like stamps on the medium where like, this is the a grand achievement of film and technique. And it's like just a bunch of clan dudes making a fucking movie. I don't know. That, that's that's kind of sucks. <laughs> I just wonder how many other bad people got there first and were able to like claim it as their own. Be like, if, if Nazis created fucking film photography type of shit, like, would we just want to make movies out of Nazi, you know, technology? Probably not.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's sad.
0: Yeah. But, you know, uh, I actually have never seen Birth of a Nation, but I don't think it's part of my, my watch list. I don't think so we have any Birth reason to watch it So, Birth of a Nation
3: is, like, what? It was, like, one of the first... Um, it was, was one of the, a silent movie.
0: Yeah, I think it was like a a, a silent film. <laughs> what the fuck? It was called The Klansman. Uh, let's see, Birth of a Nation is a landmark film, and it's lauded for its technical virtuosity. First non serial American twelve reel film ever made. Uh, its plot, part fiction and part history, chronicles the assassination of Abraham Lincoln by John Wilkes Booth and the relationship of two families in the Civil War at Reconstruction eras over the course of several years. So it sounds like it's fucking uh, Klansman, Romeo, and Juliet. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I don't think it's as uh, as love-centric as I make it sound. <laughs> but yeah, uh, maybe maybe one day on the pod we'll fucking check out Birth of a Nation, but probably not. I don't really care about the virtuosity that they're maybe showing off here.
3: Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen here. No, no. no.
0: But uh, interesting film uh, history tidbit, I suppose. Uh, another half-star by m 4 me binkser 0 That's a fucked up name. July fifth, twenty twenty three. He should be bald, so at least it would be funny. And uh, Tom Hanks definitely had his hairline pushing back. That man for sure got a fucking hair transplant. Really? Yeah. Did you see his hairline? That thing was uh, super Norwood. He was he was pushing it. If you look at him now, he's got it straight across. He got his shit fixed. Maybe, I don't know. Do you think being bald has made you funnier at all? Or has forced you to be funnier than someone who would have hair? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I've been always fucking funny. I think, uh, well, for me, in some ways, no. I mean, I might
3: be funny looking, but I mean, it, mm, it didn't make my humor. Your comedic timing. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think with the knowledge that I was going to lose my hair at some point... Um, probably was the... Uh, you upped your funny? I might have upped my funny <laughs> in a younger age be like, hey, I got to fucking get my personality a couple notches ahead. Yeah. Uh, otherwise,
3: I am well, in trouble. I mean, you know, if you're going to be bald, you got to at least have a, you know, sense of humor and be funny.
0: Yeah, for sure. If you're miserable yeah. uh, and you feel sorry about yourself being bald...
3: And antisocial, you might as well just, you know, stay in and play video games. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, a lot of good looking people do that as well. So however you get over your baldness, at least try to have good humor. about it, uh, Or just be as fun as you, funny as you possibly can. Uh, and finally, we have Half Star by seven 72 uh, on March 9th, 2023. I just can't believe he did all that. Oh, you can't believe it? It does seem like that's one of the most miraculous sort of like life histories. And I wonder if anyone gets close. To a gump type of life and this no. is sort of was alluded no one <laughs> no one has come even close no. to a, a real life gump. No. I'm going to type that in real life
3: gump well there's some people that have some remarkable stories but I mean nothing to the, the effect that they you know had an impact on all these or at least found themselves involved in all these historic events and stuff like that.
0: Yeah I mean there's people who are running across the country and that's Their claim to the gumpiness, but... Yeah, they have... Everybody has maybe
3: one... Well, not everybody,
0: but... Yeah, you didn't create the smiley face t-shirt type of shit. Yeah, or shit
3: happens. Yeah, exactly. So... Or, um, you know, basically gave John Lennon his freaking inspiration for... What about Elvis
0: and his fucking dance moves? Yeah, that one
3: is... That one, actually, I believe. No. (laughs) (laughs) He stole
0: it from a disabled kid? Yeah. (laughs) He stole his sound from black people, and he stole his dance moves from a cripple. (laughs) Sounds like Elvis, Uh, honestly. And he's going to get dragged in that new Priscilla movie um, from Sofia Coppola. Uh, Finally outed as a pedophile, which is great. Um, That's ostensibly the plot. Really? In a way, yeah. I mean, the whole, like... Priscilla is 14 and he's um, making his, his presence known in her life. That's like the basis of the movie. Well
3: yeah. Back in those days, all those singers, you know, were going after those young girls.
0: Yeah, I mean Predation the... on Children has unfortunately been a part of the world for like a long time. <laughs> but uh the, the the superstars of the world definitely have their hand in it. Hey guys, come on! I'm fucking freaking out right now. My nipples are chafed as shit! Musky, what the fuck, dude? Well, I don't...
3: maybe you should run without a shirt. Uh, but but I understand why you keep one on, because you really, you're not that fit right now.
0: Well, I'm, I'm losing a lot of weight. It's just the fucking skin is sagging, you know? I'm not comfortable showing my shit off. Yeah.
3: What are you weighing in now,
0: huh? I, was, I don't know. I, you I don't... Break, you're breaking
3: 250? No, I'm fucking
0: not even close to 250. I'm it, fucking, you know, maybe 190, 185. Well, uh I don't know. You're 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 making some like Trumpian sort yeah, of claims to your yeah. weight there, buddy. I don't
3: know. I, I see a little bit more of a you know, a tire tube around there, but whatever. <laughs> I mean <Tire> tube.
0: <laughs> Yeah, dude. It looks like you're carrying on some extra weight.
3: I mean, honestly. But hey, you know, keep it up, man, and uh, you know, maybe put something on those nipples and uh
0: well, I'm fucking obviously looking for something to put on my goddamn nipples. These things are inflamed. <laughs> I'm scared as shit. I'm gonna fucking lose, you know, speed or
2: something on my race because this this shit is is getting puffy. Yeah. We,
3: well, we, have you shaved down, like you know, so it can become aerodynamic?
0: I'm smooth as a stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking flying. Otherwise, my nipples are getting caught yeah. in the wind. Yeah. Musky, we don't have band aids. We've just been fucking following you to this. What, Sh- 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 Sherbertville? Whatever the fuck this place is called. Sherry Berryville? I don't really know. Oh,
3: Sherbertville.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, brought us to this random place, uh, and and all of a sudden you want to race? I, I'm just, I don't understand this.
3: What, what, what are we, how far is this race? Is this a, a 12K or 10K? No. What it, I don't know. Maybe five? Marathon? I don't know. Five? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, well, honestly, maybe. guys,
0: I'm just H- looking for competition. 100-yard dash? Uh, I hope not. I don't <laughs> think I would have a chance. But I think I'm well, a, a long-distance guy.
3: Oh, I, I no, I understand that you wouldn't be able to compete in a 100-yard dash. I'm just thinking you might not be able not to make yet. it any farther than 100
4: yards. You know what? I'll definitely
0: run fucking longer than 100 yards. You guys are just being completely fucking rude. You know, look around. None of these fucking uh, Sherry Berryville fucking people are uh, any, you know, any more athletic than me, obviously.
3: Uh, I mm-hmm.
0: guess so. You're, maybe you're
3: right there, but I mean... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Muskie, I just don't think that you're. Um, I think you might want to, uh, you know, see a doctor before you, um, you know, continue with this exercise program of yours.
0: No, no, I don't need a fucking doctor. I just need a little fluid. You know, I'm, uh, I'm probably a little dehydrated. Hey, fucking uh, Robo Trump,
6: crack me a beer. <laughs> Beep-boop, I would love to, Muskie. Here's a nice cold Bud
3: Light like to quench your thirst. Oh, thank you, buddy.
0: Yeah, this is all I need. I just need a little, uh, you know, road soda, uh, just to be able to get into the,
3: the zone. You're not taking this serious, are you? D-
0: serious? This is the most serious thing I've ever done in my life.
3: You know that alcohol dehydrates you?
7: What? Yeah.
6: Beep People, this is so exciting. I love a good old-fashioned foot race. I'm willing to bet on anyone who isn't musky. Any takers?
0: <laughs> what? What the fuck? I mean, uh, obviously, um, I'm not going to allow you guys to just slander my name. Put some money on me. I'm going to win this thing. <laughs>
3: I don't know, dude. Man, I mean what what does FanDuel have you uh what's your uh (laughs)
0: FanDuel
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what are your odds, Muskie? Is it it
0: possible that you're um yeah gonna give us any sort of positive gain if we put some money on you? Oh, uh by the way, Robotrump. Where's regular Trump? Uh I haven't seen him I guess at all since we got here, and maybe a little before that? Have you seen him around dad?
3: Well, after he saw his, you know, doppelganger Trump or whoever you want to call him, his um, and he basically, you know, just sulk off. Yeah, he's sad because he's he's doesn't match up. Is
0: that true? uh, Robo Trump. Where where you know, where's our guy? Beep boop. I'm not sure where
6: he is. He's taking a walk, I guess. To be honest, Donald has been kind of emotional since meeting Mr. Dr. President Commissioner <laughs> Trump. He said earlier that he's insecure about his voice now and keeps calling himself a loser in the mirror. It's sad was Really sad to see him like this.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even believe that he is actually, you know, sad and depressed that he's not as good as he thought he was because I didn't I didn't think he he thought he was, you know, the best. Yeah. Well, the he smartest, did. smartest, everything. Whatever. He was
0: ravaged by, um, you know, Mr. Dr. President Commissioner Trump. That guy really, really went at him um, and made a pretty uh, good point, being that our Trump sort of doesn't sound like this Trump. I don't know if it was just some vocal fry from the black hole or if he never sounded like him at all. But, yeah, there's uh, there's some things for our Trump to be a little insecure about. So it's it's sort of unfortunate. Well, I'm glad he got knocked down a few pegs, but. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think, if anybody, him and Muskie are the ones who need a real ego check. Maybe Trump more than Muskie, in a way.
6: Oh, by the way, I almost forgot. I received an interdimensional voice message from Elon Musk. Should I play it
0: for Elon
3: you? Elon Musk?
0: Well, we? I can't believe we got a message from Elon. Elon? Well, I can't necessarily remember how to say his name. But, yeah, dude,
3: Musk. Absolutely. Let's play the fucking Bring message. Bring on. We haven't heard from Elon in a while. I
5: know.
2: Hello, Drew and David. Long time no see. I hope things are going well in the new universe and that you're having fun. I also want to apologize once and for all for sending you guys through a black hole and testifying against Muskie for that matter. <laughs> I was pretty gone off the Zaza and some perks that day.
0: <laughs> oh, and
2: by the way, I still have that fat backwards rolly waiting for you whenever you get back.
0: He keeps anyway, offering I just that wanted to send get it. a message yeah. to
2: let you know that I'm patching over an update to the mothership for Robo Trump and Celine. It'll give Robo Trump some cool new features. An autopilot mode for the ship. And hopefully a hard reset for Celine will make her less of a crazy bitch. What? Just have RoboTrump go to the update Whoa. bay. It'll be good as new. Okay. Celine. Well, with that being said, I believe my free time is up. I got to go have a meeting with Peter Thiel. We're going to eat <laughs> oysters and brainstorm ways to continue ruining X. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
5: Wow. Elizabeth, stay blazed and stay out of trouble.
0: That was Love the plan all along. Oh, my God. Yeah, stay blazed, Elon. Uh, have fun hanging out with uh, FBI informant Peter Thiel. Yeah. Did you hear about that? That no. he uh, was outed as an FBI informant? Weird day. It's just really? been a weird day. Yeah, I guess so.
3: Informing about what? Uh, he... About Trump? No, I don't think it was Trump. <laughs> it
0: had some other sort of like business dealing. But yeah, Peter Thiel is apparently an FBI informant. I don't know if Elon knows that, but you know, maybe uh, they're close enough that they're not keeping secrets from each other. But... Damn, that sounds fucking awesome. Uh, updates all around. and all right. I guess maybe I guess we'll
3: get... We're, we're linked back up, or uh, somehow he found us in this multiverse. Or yeah, well, he's probably Elon.
0: been able to contact yeah. us this whole time. He's just been avoiding us, considering the circumstances uh, of how we got here. But-
6: People, oh wow, did he say I'm getting some cool new features? Mr. Doctor, President, Commissioner was right. I really am the luckiest robot in
0: America.
3: Yeah, I would say you are or there, in the you in know, the multiverse.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, n- RoboTrump, you go, uh, I guess, get your update, um, see what the fuck is going on, uh, and-, and just come back whenever you're ready. Obviously, we're just going to be hanging out, maybe uh, <laughs> cracking a few more of these beers uh, before Muskie drinks them all and starts running. But, Dad, pff, this already is kind of good enough to a fast start. Do you want to uh, shine your spotlight anything before this race gets popped
3: off? Yeah. In the movie, it seemed like they, they talked a lot about destiny. Mm. And do you believe in destiny? Do you feel like you have a destiny? Um, I think there's different ways to
0: approach that question in which that I say yes. Being that destiny is the position in which your actions decide your fate. Where how repetitive and how that your mind actually works you do have a path that you just sort of inherently live day to day so that is the 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 equation ending is your destiny is all the fucking components coming together and ending it's like i am this way and this happened to me because x y and z and that's technically a destiny yeah. i don't think it's like pre predetermined type of shit but it is in the distance and you can see it yeah what about you? Do you do you believe in destiny in any sense?
3: Um, not necessarily. Um, I guess my destiny was raising two kids. I mean, sort of that's when, you know, your life changes, mm. I mean, at least for me. Um, in the movie, though, like, Lieutenant Dan thinks that his destiny is to die in the battlefield. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, this really wasn't his destiny. No. And I- what was Trump's destiny? <laughs> <laughs> to be humiliated and go to jail was uh, his destiny to have you know a son um, ultimately that he would
0: well obviously none of the sons really care for him all that much um and if they do they have like a parasitic relationship so i don't know if that's necessarily i mean everybody has a destiny in a way like your circumstances that you end up living uh and and sort of rotting in are your your parameters for destiny i suppose I don't know. I, I think. I mean, you don't necessarily believe in free will, right? No. Yeah. So you are taken out of the destiny question, or you do lean towards destiny, being that you don't believe in free will.
3: No, I mean, I guess I just don't. I don't believe in destiny. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, you just sort of <laughs> end up
0: doing shit. Yeah,
3: I mean, you go through life, and I mean, it's based on you know everything that's you know you you make decisions. I think based on. <clears throat> what happened to you prior, or mm-hmm. at least, you know, that's how your, your brain just comes up with stuff. I mean, and you know, it's all based on your prior history and that's why you do the things you do, but
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I can, I can see it. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's like written in the, the book of life and you have a very specific chapter where your life ends and this is, yeah. you know, you living it Although the Although somebody's,
3: that, that's, I think my father has told me that, like, he goes, you it's known when you're going to leave, you know, I mean, from the day you're born. It's it's already mm. written in the book, you know, and it's like, wow. Well. well, if we're talking about, like, how time
0: actually works in that we experience it linearly, like, as a straight line, but it's actually happening uh, parallel past, future, and present are all happening at the same time. So technically, everything that you've ever done and continue to do will always be how it's always been, but... Whether that equates to destiny is sort of hard to say. (laughs) Uh, But why don't you go on to your next one, since I like this topic a little bit more.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Now, the the scene where, um, you know, Trump... uh, Trump. Trump. Got oh, Trump, Trump on the Trump mind. Fucking gump.
5: Forrest. <laughs> Forrest Trump. Forrest Trump. I, think, I think
3: Trump would have had. This might have happened to Trump. Fun time in his life, but I don't know. That um, would be hilarious.
0: Yeah. An AI fucking deep fake. Forrest Trump. And it's just a reimagining of this movie. Yeah. Trump being. Uh, that
3: actually would be very funny. I yeah, mean, honestly, Trump gumping here, himself
0: <laughs> into the presidency is sort of kind of like that.
3: <laughs> but, wow. anyways, of course, he shows up and he. You know, beats the shit out of uh, Jenny's boyfriend, and then they go up into her room, and then, of course, she's like, Forrest, have you ever, you know, I don't know if she asked him, do you have it, a girlfriend, or do you... you yeah. Know. And basically, she takes off her bra, and then, you know, takes Trump's hand and puts it on, and then he has, like, spontaneous fucking ejaculation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't is it really that it the people can, you know, basically fucking nut just be like <laughs> touching a breast, you know, you just like oh, just <laughs> just in my pants. I mean, if you're a um I wonder if Trump had ever, you know, ejaculated at that, you know, prior to that. Like, he just had... keep saying Trump, by the way. Oh,
0: fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if Trump ever ejaculated before he met Bellania. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think... uh, Trump,
3: Gump, they're all the same. Well, I mean,
0: honestly... I mean, is Trump,
3: you know, he says he's a a stable genius, but maybe his IQ is... He's our universe's Gump. Trump
0: is Gump in our universe.
3: That could
5: be
0: true. I think, in a weird way, it kind of is. In the way that he's I mean, like,
3: shows the fame yeah, by being an I idiot. I mean, he's really, you know, in my mind, he's, you know, an idiot, but. Yeah. He, he became president. He, yeah, he's still president. He still has, like,. He meets people. celebrities. Yeah, he goes about exactly. this weird I mean, shit all he's the time. He had freaking really a remarkable life. Yeah.
0: But do I think he nutted it before a certain time? <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> no, guess.
3: No, I, I don't think Trump. Uh, would have that happened to him but i just i always find it (laughs) in there can get shin splints but he can't come in his pants Uh, i've seen other movies where it's just like supposedly somebody you know just gets so excited and then they 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 freaking you know yeah lose it and then you know they're like they're they haven't even like been touched or even got their pants off and it's like and then they're like oh i'm sorry you know like oh okay well
0: yeah i can't imagine um unloading in your fucking underwear that would be uh shocking and probably would break your spirit but what's the furthest that you've ever shot a rope <laughs>
1: i mean that's... i don't
3: know i mean it's not like you know i love that you're humoring me here but go on yeah that it's like you know I mean, it, it could have happened in total dark, and I wouldn't know. I mean, I have shot some pretty far ropes, yeah.
0: I've, I've shot a full first down, a full 10 yards.
3: No! <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I'll, I'll say five. i No! Five? Five, dude. I've, I've shot it. I've done a small dump off to the halfback. That's oh like a five-yard gain right
3: there. Yeah, that's impressive.
0: I actually, I need to actually measure that out before
3: I claim that <laughs>
0: specifically to the Guinness Book of World Records. I but mean,
3: five yards is like fucking almost across the room. I mean, what's I okay? No, okay, wait, wait, wait a like, minute. If, this room if my is...
0: back's to this wall, I've definitely shot it over to the fucking that thing
3: over there. Well, man, he should have been porn. <laughs>
0: It was just—I don't understand what it was. I don't think I had like done anything for a month, but yeah, dude, i, I that was my greatest achievement. Yeah. In the same way that we talk about the biggest poop you've ever
3: had <laughs> in your life, <laughs> that was the the longest oh, I've ever fucking shot alone. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I don't have anything of that t- remarkable. No,
0: you no. never. uh no. <laughs> Nothing to brag no, about. I damn. I mean, like I said, I'm going to have to test my own theory. I, it's been a while since I've, I've completed
3: such a feat. It could have been a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, you, you might want to rethink that. I think it, it, <laughs> I'll
0: still hold it to the fact that it's five yards, but yeah. we can talk about it um, another day when I've done my, re- my, my, my second check.
3: Uh, but did you have any other spotlights? Well, I was thinking about IQs. You know, the highest IQ or, you know, in Trump's case, obviously, he was like, what, 75 or something like that. But I was looking. Yeah. Did I say it again? Yeah. We haven't even finished one glass of wine. Trump and Gump. Well, you know, they both. Well, he's on the mind. He's upset. You know, he's in our thoughts right now. He's just sort of kicking (laughs) rocks somewhere, being that he doesn't actually sound Uh, like the the former president. But anyways, and I was looking up to see who had the highest IQ ever. Uh Uh-huh. And there's a guy. What's his name? William James uh, Sidis. S i d i s. I guess Sidis. Mm. Or and supposedly he's the smartest man ever in terms of IQ. I guess. And it said that he was able to read the newspaper at eighteen months. Wow. Eighteen months. A year and a half, and the dude is reading a newspaper. He entered Harvard at age eleven and graduated at sixteen.
0: Holy shit! I, wh-
3: his, his What even IQ would be cool figured- about
0: going to fucking college when you're eleven? I mean, I guess that you're well, smart. Well, the chicks dig you, man. That'd be no, <laughs> I mean, I guess the predation maybe goes both ways. But eleven in college—that's that's some fucking young Sheldon shit. I don't You'd think. you be going,
3: hey William, can you help me with my. Homework, yeah. You know I mean, the dude, has supposedly that kid's jizzing in his pants. His <laughs> his IQ is between 250 and 300. Oh my god, like I thought 180 is like really, really crazy. Yeah, 200 to 300 that's absurd. And there was a woman, too. Um, what's her name? She was in the Guinness Book of World Records, Marilyn Voss Savant. Mm. And I remember reading her, she used to be, I had a column. And, um, uh, it was the parade mag, like it wasn't, it wasn't a magazine, but it was added to the newspaper, the Sunday mm-hmm. and the, you know, people would, you know, send in questions and shit. And she had a, a recorded IQ of two twenty eight. Oh my God. And I seen her sometime on like David Letterman and to and she was sort of, you know, really s- sassy
0: sassy yeah
3: was she just had like a good humor about her or well i mean i know i always feel like people that have have extremely high iqs always are a little hard to you know know how to deal with socially interact with people
0: but yeah no i think that's generally the case i mean uh if you're feeling like you're so much smarter than everybody else uh, everybody probably feels like a child
3: to you in some way well i guess that's the the problem, you know what I mean? They're so damn smart that it's they have a hard time just like talking, you know, down to people. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, really, having conversations, I find my... I mean, we can jump maybe right into mine because this sort of gets into it, but like conversations with strangers, I often find myself wanting to get out of those conversations very fast. And i that was one of my, my spotlights as like the general basis of this movie, that Forrest just strikes up a random fucking conversation and starts telling... Um, all the, the happenings of his life, but I don't seek out conversation with strangers and I find them sort of uncomfortable in a lot of ways. I don't find too many of them stimulating enough for me to want to continue it and dive deep into like random ass. Cause I, I mean, if I work at like, you know, the bar that I work at, I can only talk to someone for so long before my brain starts shutting off.
5: (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> How do you feel about? Uh, I guess not dying on the mic, but just conversation. Do you enjoy talking to strangers? Yeah, you seek it out. Yeah. What What is it about it that you get, you know, the most out of?
3: I don't know. I just
0: you like fucking with people sometimes yeah. too. We met some dude named yeah. Gump, uh, in New Hampshire oh, when we that's took a trip. True. Yeah, and you were fucking with him because <laughs> he was a Trump guy. Yeah. But you know, I I get that mentality of being playfully curious about people. I think I've lost an element of that in the last couple of years. I don't know what it is.
3: No, I I, I tend to be, you know, chatty. Yeah. No, you got a couple
0: uh, glasses and wine in you or a couple margaritas. You know, everyone is your best friend.
3: Of course, and maybe at the same time, I'm annoying. I don't know. I mean, sometimes (laughs) I I find that I'm talking too much to people, and then you can sort of feel like they're like, okay, you need to... uh, Separate yourself. Yeah, Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's always the problem is like, where do you draw the line with um, having a mutually beneficial conversation into something that becomes like, all right, I'm just imposing myself on this stranger. And that's sort of what I fear sometimes. And sometimes I just, I don't know. Like I said, my relationship to people has been very weird in the last couple of years. And I, I, I have developed some very antisocial uh, traits. Yeah, I've noticed. Trust me, I don't like it about myself, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of aware. You know, maybe I have to get my gump on. I'll sit on a fucking park bench with a box of chocolates and I'll start telling them about the, the time that I shot a
3: five-yard rope. <laughs> well, that would be, definitely be a conversation. Uh, to get me arrested. Well, no, I wouldn't bring that up in the beginning, but I mean.
5: <laughs> hey, yeah.
3: how's it going? By the way, I shot a five-fucking-yard rope. Yeah, and they'd be like, and first like, and of course they would be like, rope? Yeah, I would have to define my,
5: yeah.
0: my verbiage there. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure I could uh, sway them in some way, shape, or form. But next one up I have uh, Vietnam soundtracks. And the idea that honestly the Vietnam War probably had maybe like the best collection of music to come out of it. We haven't necessarily been in a war that was like as artistically fruitful as the Vietnam War. Uh, World War Two obviously didn't have like that that same type of uh, musical basis that things came out of. Um, the Iraq War, you pretty much just have like Green Day and Eminem and shit like that. That was like in that weird early two thousands type of shit. Um, but yeah, Vietnam, incredible soundtrack.
5: Yeah, uh, I agree.
3: Well, what? it came out during, you know, the sixties. 70s. 70s, yes, yeah, so, The best I mean, possible time for yeah. you know for music me that's always the sweet spot of music, but that's, you know, me.
5: That's oh, I
0: old, mean, for sure. old
3: time rock and roll.
0: I think uh I personally have fallen for that period as well. I mean, just the whole Beatles and the Dylan of it all, it's really hard for me to like not feel that way. Um But yeah, just some fucking bangers. But I just wonder if some people got sick of hearing the same song every day. Like, they're waking up in the jungles of Vietnam and some dude plays Fortunate Son for the 100th day in a row. So <laughs> like, shut that fucking goddamn tape up!
3: But yeah. I always love in Apocalypse Now when they, they play the Ride of the Falkyries.
0: Oh, I mean, that even that thing. Like, were they...
3: <laughs> and that's not... that We're talking about classical music.
0: Here. Yeah. I mean, even after that sort of became, like, the thing, obviously. Um, but yeah. Great, great time for music. Uh, Bad time for the country, obviously. (laughs) Uh, Next one up, I had Forrest Meets MLK. And uh, you might have to click on the link. I'm having some trouble with the the screen over here. But it's just a deleted scene of um, Forrest meeting Martin Luther King during uh, the, I think it's the march in Alabama or whatever. But it made me question if this movie were to have a sequel, what... Else, Gump would get himself into. Would he be there for nine eleven? Do you think Gump would have like stopped the fucking plane from hitting? Um, <laughs>
5: he,
0: obviously, he probably would have. I mean, I guess in the case that he'd be the one to do it, I would believe so. But what the hell happened? I just had it here, and then it
3: just and went to nothing.
5: Hmm.
0: What did you ever think of uh, Mark Wahlberg's claim that he could stop the the nine eleven? Uh tax hear
3: something, Forrest?
0: We can we catch that for that.
1: <laughs> no, in no, no, a
0: no 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 no. I'm saying we can catch that question. You can uh, keep playing it.
3: I I I heard about this and I didn't return. the deleted scene or Mark Wahlberg? No,
5: it. the MLK. Oh, no, okay. well,
3: oh,
1: okay. Over in Marion, isn't it something? Forrest look at me.
7: If you leave, who's gonna be my friend anymore?
1: I'll always be your friend. I just can't
4: stay here the rest of my life. You know, I want to go places and yeah, meet over. people and see things.
2: Well, I want to go places and meet people and see things, too. Maybe I could get accepted and go with you?
3: No, Forrest. Well, I'm going to you know do
5: what? drugs. Maybe <laughs> you... Hey, Jenny!
2: Yeah, here it is.
3: But
0: yeah, Forrest is hanging out with a bunch of fucking German shepherds. Then he maybe has some connection with them uh, <laughs> when it comes to Martin. Sorry about your parade.
2: they just dogs. They don't know any better.
1: <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey,
0: what do I got? Uh, I got my stick. Uh, oh, right can't land. Oh, oh, so uh, he gets the uh, dogs uh, off of MLK. Uh,
5: <laughs> get that yeah. Yeah.
7: The yeah. Sorry they interrupt your parade. They just dogs. They don't know any <laughs>
5: better.
0: Yeah, I, I think that was okay to cut. Um, but the question still stands: What would have uh, happened in a Gump sequel? No, stop. Hey, this is Greg with Engaging History. Today's video: What would have happened in a Gump sequel? And how many other tragedies? Would he been there for fucking the 2008 financial crisis? Like, he's the one calling into, like, Michael Burry or whatever. That the, the the bubble's about to burst. Yeah. He discovers that the bubble is all fucking fraudulent hey, uh, mortgages. Hey, I just
3: noticed that this lady over here has no money. She's
0: got three houses. Yeah. And they're all signing her name. She
3: can barely afford one. She was just a stripper, like, about I seen her.
0: My, yeah, Jenny owns three houses in Miami. <laughs> what? This doesn't seem She'll right. She didn't have any money. I've been paying for her for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, Forrest was in a way the ultimate sugar daddy. I just, I just don't think he was piping,
3: uh, fucking Jenny enough to keep her around.
0: That's the thing. Was I mean, he,
3: considered how much money he had, you know, I'm surprised she didn't stick around a little bit longer.
0: She should have. I yeah. mean, she obviously took his fucking seed, but she never um, <laughs> tried to get the the cash out of him. But Jesus Christ, dude! Like that's the ultimate. Didn't even
3: ask for child support.
0: No, she just took it on her own. Gave the kid HIV and just never fucking said anything to him. I mean, he was an Apple freaking millionaire.
3: Yeah, some fruit company.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think uh, that's maybe his smartest move is getting involved with Apple. He
3: could have probably been there at the keynote for Steve Jobs. I guess there's still. I mean, there's legitimately Bubba Gump like restaurants now. Well, isn't Bubba Gump like a
0: real... I guess it is. It is a real shrimp company. But yeah, there's Bubba also Gump's like
3: shrimp. restaurants called Bubba Gump.
0: It, not related to the company? That I don't know. To be. I
3: don't know, but I just know that there's there's restaurants or something involved mm. with the name.
0: Yeah, maybe it's like a, a Margaritaville type of thing. You go there and you <laughs> you have some Greenbow fucking punch or whatever. Uh, all right. And finally, the last thing I had on my spotlight was the, uh, the Jerry Jones segregation photo. Um, did you ever see this? Did you ever know about this? No, it's uh, a fucking picture of Jerry Jones as a kid at the Arkansas school uh, desegregation or whatever. Yeah, and that had come out, you know, a couple of years ago. But it is funny to think about that there are very rich and powerful people, old billionaires, who were involved in like segregation, who are just like casually overseeing the Dallas Cowboys or something like that. Like, it's just, we live in a weird transitionary period between supreme racism and, like, I don't know, progressive um, neoliberal decay.
3: Well, I didn't understand when they showed him, you know, in the George Wallace, you know, videos with the segregation. Mm-hmm. And, like, what was, it, it wasn't like he, I don't think he caused anything to, it wasn't like he had a play in it. It was just him Standing in the background, like, photobombing, like, gumps in the background. What are you doing? You yeah. Know, and he was just like, but he had, you know, it wasn't, usually he has some direct, you know, interaction that causes an event to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, he picked up her, um, her notebook. That was the only thing that he did in regards to, like, the, the desegregation thing. And then.
3: Oh, know, that's then right. Then he
0: got in trouble with his, what, Paul Bryant or whatever in Alabama. Oh, yeah.
3: I forgot about that. But
0: that's, like, a small, he didn't necessarily, like, change the occurrence. He was just being kind. Um, as any idiot would in that respect. Uh, but, Dad, was there any takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had from this movie?
3: Um, yeah, maybe we're making history and you don't even know it. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> you always have to act like you are changing the world
0: in everything that you do. That'd and probably be Trump's best.
3: M- uh, mom said miracles happen every day. And maybe they do.
0: I don't think you're uh, gonna say "Gump" one more time in this movie or in this oh, entire right. episode. Do they say Trump? I, say? <laughs> I bet Mama Trump uh, said, "As Mama stupid- Trump,
3: yeah, Mama Trump." <laughs> Mama Trump told me because I have, you know, basically. It's Turned it into a Trump freaking movie. Like, I think this is really (laughs) the story of Trump.
0: I I think there's not too many things that you don't find a Trump corollary now. And I don't know if I do either, being that we've spent so much time with him on this podcast, uh, whether we like him or not. Yeah. And uh, anything else you had for Uh, the takeaway? No, that was it. No? Not miracles happen every day? No, I said that. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, Yeah,
3: miracles happen every day. And uh, maybe that's true.
0: I I also think that's true. In the same way that your destiny um, is is sort of laid out. I think every day is a miracle that you wake
3: up and you're still alive. You know, it's a miracle.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's not a miracle that I have to pay rent every month, but you know, (laughs) no. Maybe our ultimate creator didn't necessarily think about that um, property and property tax. Uh, But my takeaways were: running fast gets you places quicker, and uh, some girls don't want to be saved which is probably the ultimate lesson of Jenny, who, you know, really couldn't save herself. <laughs> there was a lot of good situations that came her way, specifically um, a, a near-billionaire Forrest Gump, who probably had, like, a massive uh, dong. <laughs> probably not. No. But, <laughs> but it is worth sticking around uh, in the case that, you know, you're probably going to get paid for, for Christ's sake. Uh, hey, fellas, what's going on? Oh my god, it's- C- Coochie Smith! What the- what the fuck are you doing
2: here?! Uh don't worry about it, guys. I'm, uh, I'm just coming here to watch the race. I, uh, also want to introduce you to my, uh, new wife. Her name is, uh, Britta. Britta? Britta?
1: Oh, hi! Oh hello. My name is Britannica Coochie Smith, and I love Damien's son. <sighs>
0: Oh, okay. So you got yourself um, an uwu Japanese e-girl uh, as a girlfriend there, Coochie Smith. How did you manage that? Uh,
2: well, after uh, you know the whole debacle with uh, the Quantum Judge, uh, I started playing some video games. got a little sad. And uh, me and Britta really hit it off on uh, Overwatch. Then we played some Fortnite and I uh, <laughs> kissed her in a Roblox server. It was... uh. Super romantic.
1: Oh, whoa. Don't forget, Damian-san. You played with my ushy-gushy after a two-hour raid in League of Legends. (sighs) You make me squirt like a sea cucumber, Damian-san. I love you. Oh, Oh,
2: Britta. I just love you so much. That's why you're my uh, little sex kitten. Why don't you uh, give a meow for me and the boys?
1: Oh, whoa. Okay. Meow. Meow! Oh, it's making me wet. All
0: right, I, I don't fucking care about this weird relationship you got going on with this prostitute or whatever. What are you doing here? Are you gonna fucking try to shoot me? Oh uh, no! Trump. I'm, uh,
3: I mean Trump. Fucking. Oh my
0: god. What the, the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, everybody's
3: Trump to me, man. You just in the, got Trump on the line. Uh, I'm in the fucking multiverse of Trumps. Um. No, Muskie. You know that that was rude. What?
7: That I
2: called her a prostitute? Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
3: have I been proven wrong? Is she not a fucking prostitute?
2: Why? Do you know her? I wish. I mean, she's- <laughs> Oh, come hey, on. Hey, come on. Don't talk about my uh, my woman like that.
1: Oh, who? Who is this nasty, musty, crusty, disgusting man? I can smell his grundles from here. It smells like salt or pickled onions. I might gag. <laughs> Uh, it's making me dry as sand.
2: Hey, what? The, don't talk about me that way, fucking bitch! I crippled your husband.
1: Damn you, son! Please, you must kick this man's ass and defend my honor. I'll hold him down, and you roll over his balls with your wheelchair. What?
0: He's not gonna fucking kick my yeah, ass.
2: I he won't. can't even kick. Okay, come on. <laughs> yeah, you You're, could uh, roll over you. Hey, you guys, come on. We're being a little uh, we're being a little rude to my uh disability. And uh, you know, Muskie. I don't think I want to uh, enact, you know, violence upon you, but uh, I think I have a right to win back my life. What? What the fuck do you mean? (laughs) Win back your life? I mean, I didn't take it from you. What are you going to do? Well, uh, actually, I want that bar. You want the bar? You want my fucking bar?
0: No! You can't have my fucking... I don't even have my bar. The fucking rat and the dolphin are taking care of it, but, you know, you can't have it. (laughs) Guys, this is absurd. Uh, Coochie Smith... I, I don't understand where you're you're getting off thinking that you can just start, um, <laughs> trying to take what is supposed to be me and my dad's bar. Actually, Muskie is is barely involved with this, right? Yeah.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think uh, I think I'm willing to put a wager because uh, you know Muskie, I took uh, a life insurance policy out of my legs, and uh, it was pretty hefty. I'm a very rich man. It's actually how I was able to afford uh, buying Britta some brand new titties. And, of course, the reupholstered pussy.
1: Oh, well, it feels and tastes like Annie's white cheddar mac and cheese.
2: That's right, baby. And you're uh, so hot. You fill me up with words that I barely know how to say. All right, well, uh, hey. Annika, nice. Yeah, she's uh, she's my baby girl. But, Musky, seriously, I have a lot of money. And I'm uh, I'm willing to bet it all. Also... I have somebody who's, uh, somewhat of a designated hitter for me. <laughs> what do you mean? A de- you bring a, what, a Kenyan in here? You got somebody fucking faster than me? Well, uh, I think it's uh, a capable man. It's, uh, some guy I found uh, on the side of the road. He was running. You see, pretty fast. Uh, hey, Billy, come over here. Billy?
4: That's right. It's me, Billy Shankfruit. I'm, uh, just your, uh, your, your everyday blowthrough. I'm somewhat of a beatnik, a shadow, a geek and a bum. The eyes in your window and the voice in your ear. But never fear.
0: B- Billy Shankfruit, what the fuck you know is this? Like <laughs> Who is this random homeless uh, fruit? Uh, fruit? Man, I'm i confused as to like how you, you think that and he's your a your good runner. Conforms conforms you just saw him like on the side like of the road?
2: Yeah, I that's right.
3: He's, uh, uh, that you know,
0: more than he looks.
3: This guy can fly. and bet like he's had to run for his life more than
4: once. Where grain of salt. Are you talking about me, sir? Well, I've been uh, running from the live since I was a young boy. I've been playing magic tricks and hopping on trains, and I, uh, maybe get myself into the occasional, uh, bad situation. <laughs> what do you mean, bad situation? Well, like I said, I'm somewhat of a beatnik. I, uh, often uh, wrangle myself into a, a, a tough crowd. Maybe get involved with some uh, scandalous one with scabies.
3: Honestly, it looks like the only thing you are doing is running up debt. <laughs> <laughs> running up debt and maybe running a needle
0: up your arm. Yeah. You don't look very fucking healthy. Yeah,
4: That's not fair. I'm uh, actually out the junk at least for six months. I'm the healthiest I've ever been, and I can run a 4-2. 4-2? No. <laughs> what are you, fucking Deion Sanders?
3: Wow. Patrick might want to talk to him.
4: Yeah, you might have... Um, can some... you
3: catch a football?
4: I might. I might be able to do uh, a... Yeah.
3: Do you know what a football is?
4: No, but I can learn. <laughs> I'm a smart man. Like I said, I'm just a nobody, but I What's have a good IQ? brain. What's your
3: IQ? Uh, you don't know.
4: Uh, well, I would say it's maybe above 100, but uh, less than 300, if that's fair. What state are we in? Um.
3: No, it's not Nebraska.
4: No, I didn't say that. I was thinking. <laughs> we are in... Um, we're not in Honolulu... When i did in Topeka, I'm gonna say Maine.
3: Oh boy, you're you're way
4: off. Way
0: off. I don't know if you've ever even been to Maine. Go
3: south, young man. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, uh, Billy Shankfruit. I don't know how much of a um, uh, pinch fucking hitter you're gonna be for uh, Coochie Shank Smith in this fruit. respect. <laughs> but uh, Muskie, do you do you accept this this bet with this fucking hobo? Yeah, actually, I do. Because I'm fucking offended that uh, anyone has been shitting on my uh, my work on my body, my work on my mind. I mean, under all this fucking loose skin, I definitely got a six pack, and you know, yeah. I'm gonna prove it.
3: We'll see it someday.
2: All right. Well, uh, that sounds good to me there, Muskie. Why don't we uh, shake on it?
3: All right, then, jackass.
2: We fucking shake on it, huh? And you know what?
0: After I beat uh, you know, Billy Shakefruit. How about I take your girl Britta on a goddamn date, huh? How about I take your woman out for uh, a real spin, being that your wheels can only get her so far?
3: Musky. What? Stick to your in- inanimate objects, okay? You know, you're not ready for a will- real woman.
1: Oh, well, please do something, Damian san I can't take his smell. It makes me want to kill myself.
2: Yeah, it's okay, baby. Don't worry about it. All right, why don't you uh, get into a uh, position and uh, get this race going? It looks like people are getting out there. Yeah, that's right. All right, guys.
0: Fucking, uh, you know, well, give me another fucking uh, beer before I go. <laughs> Musky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is going to be good for. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. Well, good luck, dude. Um, hopefully you're
3: big chasing. Shotgun that bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you better finish quick, dude. You yeah. might be sick in that uh, first first leg, if anything. But Dad, uh, it looks like they're uh, just about to uh, pop this thing off, and um, I'm sure they're gonna fire the gun any moment now. Uh, oh, they're they're just about to do it here.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the annual Sherry Berryville Race. All contestants, please get into places and start. On my signal. All
0: right, Dad, you actually want to put
3: any bets on this? Yeah, I'm putting all my money on uh, shank fruit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll put a little fucking off. cheddar on shank fruit too. To I don't send. think Muskie's gonna win here. But uh, all right, they just fired the gun and they're they're taking off, so. I'm sure we'll see them uh, probably towards the tail end of this episode to make sure that you know <laughs> we know what the uh, the outcome here is here. And here
3: comes Shankfruit coming around now. <laughs> wow, he's
0: fast. <laughs> he actually wow he did actually get a pretty good yeah. uh, push off the the starting line. I'm
3: I'm afraid though he's more like the rabbit. You know what I mean? He starts off fast and then you know dies and then Muskie's more like the. The, the turtle
0: yeah i don't think he's got turtle
3: the, in the hair. the patience
0: or like the tenacity of the, the turtle i think Muskie's um <laughs> more likely to just blow out his knee rather than actually get you know the full way although you know he
3: got to share really, you don't think he's actually gonna make it
0: well he's been training pretty hard so i don't really know but you know speaking of training hard uh Not we also training
3: hard. it sounds like he's just been lifting like 12 ounces.
0: Well, he's been lifting his feet from town to town. We've been following him in the Musk Mothership, and uh, we're just about out of fuel. So we kind of need some uh, new form of transportation. But, Dad, speaking of training, uh, there is a another athlete who's trying to reach the, the pinnacle of their abilities, the uh, the apex of their mountain, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And that is Patrick Vanelletane Erskine, who is uh, back at it again another week in the triple XFL and uh, another week to prove himself on the gridiron so i'm thinking that we should send this over to our favorite commentator in the booth sound good to you sounds good to me all righty joe hit them, hit them with, with those horns!
2: horns welcome inside the broadcast booth everybody i'm joe cook Coming to you live with my partners of commentary, AI Michaels and Zunk Zunklesworth.
7: Joe, Zunk, it's great to be here with you boys once again for another exciting contest. And if we seem a little off, we just got off a long flight back in a rock hole for the London game and ended up Eiffel Towering, a production assistant. Isn't that right, son?
8: Uh, that's very right, AI. She definitely saw my big Benjamin and, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I know you said I'm a little jet lagged, but they gave me a couple uh, little nips at vodka and uh, maybe a screwdriver or two. So I- I'm getting my petricon. I'm fucking drunk at work. I'm feeling good. Whoa, that's uh, that's not something you really want to admit, there, Zunk.
0: We yeah. are on uh, nationally uh, televised television, but um, yeah, we're uh, here with a yeah, full I'm house. All,
3: I'm all for that, um, but I think it is a little unprofessional. But you know, at the same point, you know, carry on.
0: Patrick, we're, we're still in the booth. You can't interrupt the inter- uh, inter- introduction. Um, but
3: <laughs> Joe, don't ever interrupt me again.
0: I, I don't understand
2: how you have uh, access to the booth like this, but we're here at a, a full house at the Bubba Gump Biodome <laughs> in Montgomery, Alabama. After uh, both winning in their openers, we're expecting a clash of the Titans between the Montgomery
0: Warrior Shrimp and the Las Vegas Vipers. And of course, it's another week for the Vipers' quarterback, Patrick Vanillatatorskine, who's looking to tack on another W and pat to shoot up the league MVP charts, but will have to beat on a stout defense, and their versatile leader in the secondary, Gantan, run through the hose, Trickly. Back to you, Drew. Wow, yeah. Ganson run through the hose Treakley. I've seen he's gotten a lot of sacks this season, uh, now that I'm checking the stat sheet. So what? He's been in the sack a lot this season? Uh he's been uh having his sack maybe fondled by these hoes that he's running through. Yeah. Uh but yeah. <laughs> run <That's- laughs> Run Treakley, Run <laughs> But yeah, Patrick uh, you know, as always has a, a pretty a pretty strong opponent ahead of him to uh challenge his 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 abilities on the field. So, Dad, why don't we jump right in? Were you paying attention? First half question number one. What is the book that Forrest keeps in his bag? Is it A, the Giving Tree,
3: B, Curious George, C, Goodnight Moon, or D, Cat in the Hat? Oh shit, this one's easy. That little monkey, Curious George. <laughs> that little monkey, Joe! How's uh Patrick doing out there? Drew, this
0: crowd is rowdy and raucous as the Vipers come to the line and they're setting up in their Apple stock formation. Patrick drops back. Play action. He starts to roll and sees an open man. Now Urskun gets it in there! Daniel, third leg teamster, making the catch of traffic and fighting for extra guards for a big Vipers first down. AI! There was a pregame report that Erskine is fighting through a calf strain after showing up late on the
2: injury report this week. How do you feel on the issue of players playing hurt?
7: Well, Joel, in the Triple XFL, it's not uncommon for players to play hurt. This game is all about pain tolerance. For example,. While we were in London, a running back blew out both caps before half of them. You know what he did in the third quarter? Took over Belkanudis and scored two tugs. In my opinion, Erskine should suck it up and not bitch out.
2: (laughs) I kind of agree, and uh, that's sort of amazing that he had such a great day after hurting his knees.
0: But, you know, that's just the tenacity that you see in the Drupal XFL. Back to you, Drew. Yeah, wow. Um, Two tugs. Hopefully, uh, Petra can say the same for himself at the end of the day. But you know, good first drive, getting the first down, we can keep this going. Uh, question number two: What was Forrest's IQ? Was it sixty? B sixty-three, C seventy, or D seventy-five? Uh, it would be D seventy-five. D seventy-five, Joe. What's going on in this drive, Drew? The Vipers are looking to gain momentum after a chunk yardage punt return, and now they're lining up in their Shrimp take package. Vanilla snaps it. He pumps to the pocket. A linebacker bites in the QB, sees a hole, and there's guy to throws it in the pocket. Pangalore dabbed up John Lennon to Queen, catching the demon slipping as he scurries ahead for a major Vipers touchdown. Yeah, baby. Wow, that was uh, an incredible throw. Zunk, what do you make of uh, Patrick's schedule this season? I know that he's got a lot of tough opponents, but he's already looking like a top dog in the Triple XFL. Uh, Joe, you know, I don't really
8: know. I-, I think there's definitely some people who Patrick should be scared of. Uh, there's a lot of names who could still be on the MVP chart. But, you know, I see some fire in the old dog. I think he's got a lot in him. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of rooting for the guy. I might be a little drunk as I say that, but, you know, we had a good time when we hung out last. <laughs> uh, that's right. It seems like Patrick can really win anybody over just by
2: the
0: fact that he wants to drink him under the table. Uh, why don't we send this back to you, Drew? Yeah, we got to keep this game going. We're, uh, <laughs> we're we're seeing that this might be a blowout considering that he seems to be already feeling himself. So let's see if we can tack it on their score. Question number three. How many Dr. Peppers did Forrest drink at the White House? Was it A-10, B-12, C-15, or D-17? It was um, C-15. C-15. Joe, what's going to happen for halftime? Drew, it's a two-minute drill, and the Vipers have a chance to make a statement score before the break, and their aid's needle formation. Patrick Tyson, three-step drop and play action. He's got some time in the pocket. He's going to make some more with his legs. Now he's going to throw a new gun's back foot. And it's caught. Jalen Black Panther in the sheet door securing this one in bounds for an incredible Vipers touchdown. woo baby. That's a 14-0 lead. Wow, Patrick is feeling himself. Um, and this is kind of what you expect the the rocket arm feeling good probably acclimated to the gravity at this point I mean the the triple XFL should be scared uh, <laughs> with all things considered uh but why don't we you know kick it over to halftime I, I'm sure Patrick has some uh some things to answer for in regards to his injury and, and Joe's maybe the only man to do it so Joe uh, ask away there buddy righty. Patrick uh, I understand that you're uh, feeling a little gimpy today. What's going on?
3: Yeah, you know, I got a little problem with the hammy, but, you know, th- th- that doesn't affect my arm, and uh, I'm probably throwing it better than I ever have. It is about time that the NFL takes a relook at my uh, abilities, and um, I hear that the Patriots are, are, are having some problems. Uh, Mac Jones is playing like a dog, and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or they're they're tanking it for the season. I, I'm not sure, but you know, if they want to at least you know try to shore up the the second. Well, it's not even the second half, and, it, and it's already getting ugly. But um, no.
0: So it, you think you have a chance to get back to the Patriots? I, I remember that was uh where your career uh, ended technically in the NFL.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got my agent working on it. It appears that uh, there is some interest. Uh, they're 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 not ready to throw in the towel on Mac yet, but um, it's only a matter of time.
2: It definitely is. He's uh, one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. So maybe he'll have a chance. But-
3: um, I wouldn't call him the worst ever seen. Um, there's some other quarterbacks out there that potentially um Zach Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> and um, maybe uh, Justin Fields, but, um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> but then again, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's in my best interest for Mac to, you know, maybe step aside. But
0: oh uh, well, do you also have uh, any uh, anything to answer for for this calf injury? How exactly did you hurt yourself?
3: Uh, it's not a calf now. Oh, yeah, it's a hammy. Oh, another hamstring injury. It seems to be uh, playing the lead. It, it wasn't. Uh, it was not. Um, you know, football-related, but...
2: (laughs) Oh, okay, so it was a fun injury.
3: Yeah. Don't you uh, worry about your... uh, Did a little dancing at the Logo Strip, John.
0: (laughs) Do you feel like your physical escapades could at some point hurt your career in football? Uh, No,
3: I really don't. Um, I'm capable of, of, you know, playing through injuries, as some, you know, NFL stars aren't. Um, (laughs) So that's, you know... uh, a warning to some of you out there that think you can just, you know, collect your big paychecks, and uh, I might be coming for your job. Wow.
0: All right. Call your shots. I love it there, Patrick. And uh, hopefully, you know, that uh, that hammy calf sort of eases up and you can deliver another good half. But, you know, I'll be rooting for you as always. Uh, Zonkin AI, do you guys have any anything else to say about our uh, favorite quarterback?
7: Joe, sure. all I have to say about Erskine is that he has the talent to overcome any obstacle, old thought, as always, his biggest hurdle on any Sunday is himself, and his crippling addiction to booze, <laughs> unprotected stripper sex, and his cocksure belief that he can make any throw.
8: Uh, that's probably the biggest one there, AI. This guy's got more confidence than I've ever seen, and I have seen his penis. I know it's not coming from there, but uh, <laughs> you know, he's a he's a fighter. He's got the 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 sort of heart that you want in your quarterback, and uh, I can see you taking this team all the way. I, I, I've come around to Team Petrick. And uh, as long as he's uh, feeding me drinks at the strip club and introducing to me all his friends, you know, I'm always going to be on his side. All right. Well, that sounds
0: like uh, it sounds like we're all team Patrick, which is is probably better for the better for this case because I don't really want to root against them. All right, Drew, why don't we send this back to you? Yeah, that's uh, that's it's it's a good thing that we're all on the same page now. You know, I don't like having any dissenters against Patrick. I know Zunk was a hater for a while, but we're feeling good. We're feeling good in the second half as well, which we're going to start right now. So, Dad, question number four. What was the last thing Bubba said you could make with shrimp? Was it A, a shrimp sandwich, B, pineapple shrimp, C, shrimp kebabs, or D, shrimp gumbo?
3: Mm. Not sharing sure on this one. I'm going to say pineapple shrimp. Pineapple shrimp. Joe, what's going on? Drew, it looks like this calf and hammy are
0: still a problem for Burst guy, and even with all the, uh, even with everything that he said in the locker room. And I'm questioning whether it will be necessary for the backup
2: to come in, even though I doubt Tim Whiplash would do such a thing. Maybe Petrick has to take better care of himself. Speaking of which, AI! I heard there was a rumor that you don't think humans should eat vegetables. Is that true?
7: Joe, the rumors are true. I've conducted extensive research into the optimal nutritional intake of star players. and discovered that consuming veggies... Such as celery, carrots, spinach, and yams is equivalent <laughs> to any white phosphorus dog shit. In my professional <laughs> opinion, I believe an athlete should only eat Skittles, McGriddles, Red Hot Cheetos, and drink sweet tea.
0: Wow. Skittles, McGriddles, Red Hot Cheetos, and sweet tea does sound like the Diet of Champions. Uh, I don't know if I believe that's better than vegetables, but... I've seen a lot of professional athletes have that be their only form of uh, sustenance. So, who am I to say?
5: Yeah,
3: this is Marshawn Litch.
0: Marshawn, big Skittles guy. Yeah. Also, DK Metcalf,
3: who is like the most shredded. Yeah, I heard, though, he, he's, he's you know, gotten off the, the Skittles. Has or, he? Yeah. Or the Starburst? What, what is he? Who are we talking about? Marshawn? Yeah. Um, no. no uh, DK? DK, yeah.
0: Uh, I think he was a skills guy. He might have been a starburst guy. I don't know. anybody who is eating cleaned up his diet fucking, a little bit. Well, it hasn't necessarily helped his game. He's still yeah. a middling, yeah. uh, fake right. wide receiver one. He thought it might help. But, uh. <laughs> he should just go back. You know, eat what you want to eat. When you look that good, why care? Yeah. But Dad, uh, let's see. Question number five: Where does Forrest see Jenny playing guitar? Is it A. Nashville, B. Memphis, C. Knoxville, or D. Chattanooga?
3: I believe it was A, Nashville. A,
0: Nashville. Joe, what's happening on this drive? Drew, after a boneheaded defensive penalty, the Vipers are moving forward and resetting in their Black Panther sex party formation. Orsan drops back. Fakes the halfback, and he rolls the other way. Patrick is sprinting left, and he wants to take a shot, and he throws a javelin right to the defense! Jugo, Junko onus my Sneaky like Lemon, making Erskine look silly and coming away with a vibe-shifting interception. What? Wow, that was That's a horrible bullshit. play by Patrick. It was in Nashville. It was in Memphis.
2: No, I
3: don't believe it.
0: <laughs> just, wow, he is incredulous. Patrick can't believe that he just got fucking picked on that play.
3: Yeah, I think there was pass interference.
0: I, I just don't think you saw the field. I think that linebacker was just sort of like sitting in the zone, and you got fucking picked up. Yeah, honestly, that was a, that was a bad pick. Um, And, you know... It was probably not one of your best moments, but speaking of uh, moments at all, Zunk, I understand that we're approaching the 20th anniversary of your retirement from the uh, Galactic Football Federation.
8: How do you feel? Uh, Joe, thanks for bringing it up. Uh, I don't like to talk about my playing days just because I'm so humble, and uh, I had a great career. But, you know, I'll always think about that game-winning ball against the the Vonix 13 Space Raiders, and, you know, I, I, I owe a lot to the game. And uh, hopefully Petra can see that he's got a good and hopefully just uh, you know actually rises the occasion and not just try to uh, you know get risen in his pants. Yeah
0: that's uh, <laughs> yeah that's that's a really good point. Um, even though he seems to be able to uh, fight through it you know it is hard to uh, you know succeed when you're constantly horny. Yeah trust me I I also understand that as someone who is uh, also constantly horny being productive is tough. But Dad, final question. It's gonna be fourteen to seven, being that that was just turned back around into a touchdown for the defense. Uh, that's bullshit. So let's see if we can finish this game with at least a Lisa field goal. Question number six: What day does Mama Gump die on? Is it a Sunday, b Monday, c Tuesday, or d Wednesday? I believe it was Tuesday. C Tuesday, Joe. How's this game gonna end? Drew. This game clock is ticking away, and Erskine looks primed for a kill shot in his Vietnam mash on formation. Patrick takes it from gun. Juicy lies throws a block, and he steps up. The deep man is breaking away, and Erskine lets it loose. And he ramos a perfect ball right into his hands. Tommy Feminist slobber Landers giving the ball a soft landing with a breakaway run, and that's going to be a first down, and just enough time for Beef Whistle Simmons to come in and boot in a field goal to seal this game. Yeah. What a great win for Erskine, even though he let that one slip. Yeah, I agree. That's another W for the Vipers. I mean, it wasn't super pretty, being that he did get another pick six, but
5: yeah, you know,
3: blame it on the
0: refs. You did get two tutties. You got two tugs, yeah. just like that guy. So that's pretty much all you could hope for. Two tugs. Two tugs. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it really takes sometimes is two tugs.
3: Two tug, Patrick.
0: <laughs> two tuggers, kind. <laughs> yeah, Vanilla Taint, uh Hopefully, can do more than that, but you know. We're, uh, we're riding high, and obviously we're feeling pretty good about uh, Patrick's performance, and uh, we might be feeling good about this movie in general, because we're trying to put it on the Rushmore. And we have a couple to uh, quickly discuss. I don't think we need to go into uh, extreme detail on all of them, but the first one up I have on the Rushmore is Best Movie Runners. Does Forrest Gump break off Lola in Run, Lola, Run, The Flash in the Snyder Cut of Justice League, uh, Sonic in the Sonic movie or Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Uh, any of them, but I have three here specifically.
5: Yes,
3: I definitely think he belongs on there because I don't think there's a person on the planet that doesn't say, Run, Force, run! Yeah, he is synonymous <coughs> uh,
0: with running. Yeah. So it feels right. In I respect.
3: feel like we should take off um, Sonic. I mean, because he's, he's cartoon. He's not really a... A real person, and um, he doesn't run. He just sort of does. I don't know what the fuck he does. But
0: no, Sonic is the fastest fucking runner. On, well, him and the Flash are the fastest runner I on don't this care. list. You don't think Cruz? I
3: don't care if he's the fastest. I just want the best.
0: He is the best. He might be second best. Flash can go back in time. Sonic is like, if anything, I would fucking cut out Cruz. No, well, I like Lola. Low, run, Lola, he's run. A,
3: he's a movie runner. Sonic is a. Runner on a video game turned a into movie. a movie. Yeah, well, he was the movie any good? It had a sequel. It was very successful, actually. It made a couple hundred
0: million dollars. Several hundred million dollars. Yeah, well. Not doing it for you. You're, you're I mean, so you dead take set take on the, Sonic. I mean. <laughs> or you wanted the, Lola, the only uh, international pick we have here. Yeah, what? I don't even know that, that one. It's a pretty good movie. I saw it in like a film class back in the day. But that's like definitely one of the all-time running movies
3: what about um what was that movie about uh, shit it was the it was like a what academy award i have no idea oh shit i can't remember well it doesn't
0: necessarily matter in this case if we can't take off cruise and you're dead set on it being sonic I think Gump does deserve. Well, to be you're on just here.
3: trying to say because they're fast, but they're actually not. They, they're fake fast.
0: A fake fast? What the? Yeah. Like their their their
3: superpowers aren't real. Yeah.
0: Well, what about the Flash?
3: The That's Flash- what I'm saying. The Flash or Sonic. Cruise runs. Lola runs. Gump runs. All right. Being that Sonic is a hedgehog. Who
0: is maybe an alien? I can't remember how they sort of like (laughs) how they made sense of that. Who
3: even thinks that hedgehogs are fast? They can run in their little, you know, little hamster wheel. Yeah, they can be fast in there. Uh, They're not fast.
8: All right, all right, all right.
0: We can take Sonic off, uh, even though our our Sonic friendly fucking listeners, if Tim even listened to this podcast anymore, he would be pissed. (laughs) Really? He loves Sonic. Yeah, he would be super upset yeah, if we took him I, off. I, for don't like Gump. Him. I don't like Sonic. Wow. That's that's a personal shot yeah. at the. I um... always hated him. Wow. I used to draw Sonic pictures, if you remember correctly. And you hated him? Well, you, so you hated told me art? that
5: you
3: freaking faked it. Fake what? The Sonic picture. No, I didn't coffee fake.
0: No, that was me claiming um, one of the characters from Chalk Zone. Oh. There was a cartoon called Chalk Zone that oh, I drew you the main character. And, and you
3: told your mother that you, you came up with it yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. think his
0: you name plagiarized was. plagiarized it, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's what all great artists do. They plagiarize until <laughs> the thing that they actually want to make is made. Uh, but okay Gump Gump makes it on one of the first Rushmore's we got oh, we gotta yeah. move on to really so you're you 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 you're not gonna fight for Sonic anymore I don't give a fuck about Sonic okay. we, we can let him just sort of live his life uh, yeah, being Tim a f-
3: if you're out there if you'd like to debate this please come on
0: yeah leave a comment uh, or leave a review in which that you give us five stars but lament the fact that <laughs> <laughs> my dad hates Sonic you diss Sonic yeah Um, All right, next up, greatest football players in movies. Does Forrest break off Rod Tidwell and Jerry Maguire, Willie Beeman in Any Given given Sunday, Bobby Boucher in The Waterboy, or Air Bud in Air Bud the Golden Receiver? Yeah, take off Air Bud. He's a dog. But he's the best football player in his respective league. Did he even
3: catch? I don't even... I
0: never watched it. He caught fucking, I mean, click on the link, dude. He, I have a, there's a whole uh, a highlight mixtape. Oh, God.
3: Well, maybe it'll change my mind. Hopefully. Let's see. Let's see what the fucking the budster does. <laughs> Arguably the most accomplished receiver. Oh, does he really need a helmet? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get a concussion. The only player
2: ever with 300 receptions.
0: 300 receptions?
2: And <laughs>
3: touchdown catches in his career. So off the Adana's ability, the guy's ability to catch the ball. He has great hands. He can catch the... Can- the kid has a monster he's arm. Now we're
0: just fucking hooked
3: see, so he can catch it. Oh, he does that yeah, like 20, but that's
0: 20, not 30, even a regulation football. was a, a, a nerd. See, Children. A Look! In this
1: he's he at least playing the school. He can line him up and knock him down. Tell you one thing, boys. He's Seeking about a jet. No golden retriever. That a golden
5: receiver.
3: I was born poor,
0: but I'm going to die rich. Yeah, this, this Meek Mill uh highlight tape is, is really illustrating just the athletic prowess that this dog has. I mean, trips up wow. the rack. Wow. He's going to intercept this ball.
5: I get the chills <laughs> every time I lick confetti Philly skinny ball, but I'm heavy nigger. Outruns all these kids.
3: Yeah, dude. Are they freaking... They can't beat him. I don't think this is from the soundtrack. No, this was the actual movie soundtrack. No, they're freaking dropping the the N word. No, like this was, was part of the movie. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it was. All right, you can,
0: you, you can. I mean, you've seen you've seen him on the field now. Look at him just deke everybody out. He's like young Barry Sanders.
5: <laughs>
0: and they're going to give him a touchdown That's crazy that they took the score for that Look at him, Now he wants to scratch my belly yeah. <laughs> Rub it in shit Why is he on the field with no helmet Now he's got a helmet Well now he's part of the team Now he's actually been oh. like, assimilated He's got a jersey Look he can't even
3: do the calisthenics He can't do push-ups
0: I mean kind of He can sit up
5: Look at that form <laughs>
0: All right, you did to shut the shit up. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of what everybody's bringing to the table, um, including his highlight tapes. I, I... But I don't know if he's better than Forrest. That's the problem. Forrest could return any kickoff for a touchdown. The dude was like Devin Hester uh, before Devin Hester was even a thing. I mean, he played for Bear Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, and he scored tutties on fucking yeah. kickoffs. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he was a special teams. He's,
3: he's old school, but.
0: <laughs> he was a special ed teams yeah.
3: master. Right.
0: Which is, is really valuable to a team, if you can find it.
3: The thing is, is you just run into the you know into the locker room after he scored. Yeah, yeah, run right to the showers. The band had a freaking stop. Yeah, they had like, oh, a side no, stop no. for us. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, in the case of Airbud being taken off the greatest football players, it just had to be noted that he's a dog, and he's doing some incredible things with middle schoolers. But, you know, there's some scalability here. Yeah, well, hats off to Bobby Boucher. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, to New Hampshire's own Adam Sandler. Uh, but, yeah, Forrest is making on two Rushmores this week, and we got a quick two more that he might be able to get on. This could be an ultimate 4-for-4 uh, four four performance. I mean, this could be an all-timer. So does Forrest get on the dumbest characters in movies? Rushmore. Does he break off Harry and Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber? Derek Zoolander and Zoolander. Brick Tamlin and Anchorman, or Spicoli in Fast Times at Ridgemont?
5: Hmm.
3: No. No, he's not, gonna, not the. I'm not going to put him there. Well, actually, could maybe kick off Zoolander. Zoolander's pretty damn dumb. I think he's dumber than Forrest. Yeah, actually, yeah, because nothing good happened. Forrest had a lot of good things happen.
0: Yeah, he might not be a smart man, but he knows what love is, Yes, which <laughs> which is really nice. <laughs> so true, I think man. Brick so, is too yeah. fucking stupid. Ultimately, he to he's, say, oh, he's smart but, Yeah, yeah
3: in, a, in a dumb way.
0: Yeah, he's lucky. <laughs> he's really lucky, too, um, and has a good heart. But Spicoli is maybe the only one I would take off as like a high school stoner. He seems like the least egregious of these guys. Um, But we're keeping him off, I think. I think that's maybe the only one who isn't going to get it, uh, just because he did end up (laughs) making, what, billion dollars or whatever. He's not too much of an idiot. That's actually not saying much. Idiots make billions of dollars all the time. Uh, And finally, the last one we have up is the Iconic Lines Rushmore. My mama always said, Life is like a box of chocolates. And I have uh, just like a a bunch of these
3: quotes open. Um, Yeah, I see them. May the force be with you. (laughs) I feel like we've done this before. There's no place like home. I'm the king (sighs) of the world. That's a dumb one. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean. It's not number three.
5: Well, just like. I
3: don't know if this is a. A rating system but
0: no it's just more like can it even be in consideration with all these other things and i really just put this giant list because you know you could pick three or four that are just on the list that are better than my mom always told me life is look at box of chocolates um but do you think it would be on the Rushmore? does it get up there with, with, with may the force be with you which
3: and, one the box of chocolates yeah
0: just box of chocolates get up there as one of the greatest movie sayings of all time
3: uh, or should it be Run Forest Run? It might be Run Forest Run. Because mm. I can't even tell you how many people. Still whenever there's it. a freaking opportunity to talk about somebody running, it's always like run, but they might not say Forest. It'll say something, you know, the person's name or something, but yeah. that'll be referencing Forest Comp. Yeah. And I didn't say Forrest Trump. You, you finally corrected yourself at this yeah. point. <laughs> you've you gotten his, his name out of your mouth. Yeah, the wine's wearing off. and uh, <laughs> I know, we ran out. Yeah. Ooh. Sadly. I wasn't uh, prepared. It's okay. you know. We're uh, we're, uh, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. We need to restock. We're
0: trying to get re-healthy, uh, just like Muskie is trying to uh, lose a few pounds and maybe connect
3: with his yeah, body. Well, he keeps cracking beer, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> <how> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's really one to talk. Oh, but oh, I, I I think I think I see him. Oh my God, they're fucking neck and neck. Him and that uh, skank fruit, shank fruit, whatever the fuck his name is.
7: Shank fruit. Oh,
2: guys, I think this is uh, gonna come down to the wire.
0: Oh, you're probably right there, Coochie Smith.
7: Come on, Gus, you can do it.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Dad, Dad, Daddy's gonna do it. Oh, he just
2: won, Muskie. I can't believe you fucking finished first. Oh shit. Oh my fucking god, guys! I, I feel, I feel incredible. This is the most, you know, incredible thing I've ever done in my life. Except, you know, maybe being a father.
3: But, yeah, you beat a hobo. <laughs>
4: hey, there, muskie, I was just taking it easy on you. I didn't think we were actually racing.
0: Uh, that's fucking bullshit. You were, you were huffing and puffing just like
4: me. And when I
0: threw up, you know, you made fun of me. But you know, I still got in front of you.
3: Yeah, that's right. He was huffing. <laughs>
4: That's right, I did have a little huff of uh, some Elmer's glue on that second turn, but, uh, you know, I did my best. I'm sorry there, uh, Coochie Smith, I didn't think it was that big of a deal for me to lose, but you seem very disappointed. Oh, yeah,
2: uh, Shankford, you sort of fucked me. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I put my whole livelihood on uh,
3: you yeah, winning. Well, what, what, the fuck? what were you thinking, Coochie Smith? I mean, come I on. I can't
2: run. That's sort of what I was thinking. I'm not going to make fucking Britannica do it for me.
3: Well, do you know they do
1: oh, have... Well, I what a run for you, Damien son!
2: Oh yeah, I appreciate that, honey. All right, well, uh, Muskie, um, I'm sort of impressed. I can't believe you just uh, beat out this random hobo, but you know, gotta be <laughs> honest, hobo. I ain't gonna give you any money. <laughs> that at random bastard.
0: What? So you were just gonna take my fucking bob, and you're not gonna give me any money? What? I, what's the point of making a wager if you're not gonna be good with it?
2: Oh, uh, well, you know, you sort of ruined my life. Uh, you know, I have this, this sexy, uh, Japanese girlfriend, but it's not the same. You know, I can only, uh, I can only have sex with her and cowgirl. She has to ride me like a, a pillow. <laughs> I can't stand up, obviously. I, sorry.
0: I don't fucking know what you want me to do about that. Get some fucking prosthetics, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, he's got a kind of a point there, Coochie Smith. You could probably figure this out. You, I mean, I'm sure, honestly, we have a, uh, a connect with our old friend, um, Elon Musk, who has uh, uh, an in-way with some robotics and shit like that, so <laughs> I'm sure we'll be able to figure something out. You, uh, you think you would do that?
2: Give me legs so I could stand up when I have sex with my girlfriend.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. Um, oh, speaking of Elon and uh, his robotics, I can see Robotrum coming over here, too. Robotrum, what's up?
3: What's happening?
6: People, hi, everyone. I'm back from my brand-new epic. Do you fellas want to see what I can do?
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> fire away, buddy. Oh, my God. Oh! What? He just turned into a sports car. What? RoboTrump, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Beep, boop,
6: hop in, buzz. Let's go for a ride. Alonso Tate made me into a transformer. Isn't it awesome?
3: Damn. You're probably getting a freaking little call from fucking Michael Bay.
0: I yeah we, we 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 definitely have an in route into doing some Michael Bay movies now but like this is quite the update um, I'm sure uh, all the other things with Celine and uh, the ship went well but like holy fuck you can Let's turn us go into for a ride <laughs> yeah I mean Robo honestly how do you feel about um, this this added ability that you've been given huh.
6: Honestly, I feel incredible, the best I ever have. I just can't understand why so many Republicans aren't trans, but obviously they've never changed their buddy into a drop-top convertible, and it's 70 on the freeway while a supermodel plays with your stick shift, which, if I'm being honest, feels pretty sublime.
0: Yeah, that that sounds pretty sublime, honestly. Um Wow, this is uh, quite the change. At least we have some new wheels, uh, being that the Musk mothership is, is is perpetual need of fuel at this fucking point. Um, but, Muskie, I guess how are you feeling? Uh, you do look a little worn out. Um, you also seem to have some trouble standing right now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm struggling, guys. Um, I, I, you might have to open up the door for me, and uh, you maybe have to lift me up in there, too. I can't fucking stand. <laughs> what do you mean you can't stand? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I really can't move. My knees hurt. My feet hurt. Um, I feel a little incontinent. I might piss myself. I don't know. I'm. I'm about to freak out. I'm having cramps. All right, Muskie. We uh, we'll we'll get you in the uh the the Trump mobile, and we'll fucking go get some bananas or some water or something like that. But you know, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot on the road that we can uh, figure out going forward. Maybe we got to go pick up regular Trump too from his walk wherever that may be. Uh, but guys, why don't we, uh, load into fucking RoboTrump and hit the road? Sound good to you, Dad? Let's do it! All right, well, uh, before we, uh, I guess hop in and, uh, put the pedal to the metal, do you want to do,
3: uh, Jackson Maine through the window? Hey, what's your wand rating? Yeah, I mean, 14 hands, it's always a favorite, and, uh, I'm gonna give it, uh, 4 out of 5 box of chocolates. Mmm.
0: I wanna give it let's just say fourteen thumbs up or fourteen out of five uh thumbs up. <laughs> no, I'm changing the rating system at this point. <laughs> no, I'll say I'll say four point two five out of five premature ejaculation. There we go. Uh, nice. Beep
6: boop alright
0: guys, let's hit the fucking road let's hit the fucking road and you know just like that, uh, and being that we're not the ones driving, uh, maybe we can pick up Frank Booth somewhere yeah, we might have to stop and get our blue velvet on, you know, there's probably some seedy characters along the way Yeah. Uh, but just like always, we have no idea what we're doing and hopefully on the other end we're going to be able to figure it out but, until then we're just going to have to see you next time yep Bye bye. Bye bye and don't drink a drive.